0: It's time for another edition of Mets Musings. Hi, this is Ron Darling. Uh, This is Skip Lockwood. Hi, I'm Ron Swoboda of the 69 New York Mets, and you're listening to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Mets Musings. I'm Gary Mack, and what a jam-packed show we have for you this week. We've got lots of stuff, lots of minor league news, so let's get right to it. The Mets uh, finished up a road trip on the West Coast. They're f- somewhat West Coast. They're going back out. We'll have more about that in a few minutes. But 3-3, three three, 500 road trip, not great. But, you know, if you're going out to the West Coast, you take what you can get and... Um, I guess we have to settle for that. And uh, last night was a tough loss against the Giants. Giants got off to a big lead. The Mets battled back by making contact and hitting the ball. Got the lead. And then the bullpen let them down. Jock Peterson hit three home runs. Two of them to tie up the game very late, the eighth and the ninth. And, and, uh, uh, the Giants went on to win, and a tough loss. But uh, today, uh, uh, even tougher loss is the Thomas Zapucky was called up and got his shot, and he didn't even get out of the first inning or one in the third innings, uh, got taken out in the second inning after giving up like six runs. He just got hammered all over the ballpark, so it was not a good ending to the road trip. The Mets have a two-game losing streak for only the, I believe it's the second time this season. So uh, they'll be coming home, and hopefully they'll correct the ship this weekend against the Philadelphia Phillies as the Phillies come in for uh, three, and then uh, Washington is in, and then the Mets hop in a jet and go back out out to the West Coast with some stupid scheduling. They're out there. They fly back. They play six games at home and then go out for 10 games with the Dodgers, the Padres, and the Angels in an interplay, interleague uh, play matchup. Uh, we never did this years ago. They used to have a a West Coast swing. And they would go out to the West Coast, and 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 that was it. They would play the Dodgers, they play the Padres, they play the uh, Giants, and then come back home. But now they have the interleague play, and then the Colorado and Arizona. They should do a trip to Colorado and Arizona, perhaps. Then and you know come and then I don't know throw in something else there. And then, uh, you know, go have a trip out to the West Coast as they normally do. This is crazy. They come home for six days, seven days. Then they're back out on the coast for 10 or 11 days. So um, it's just crazy. We'll have more on that next week, hopefully. But a big game, 10 game. You hope they go 6-4 uh, and four at least. Like to go 7-3. and three. Like to go 10-0. and 0. But that's uh, not going to be. Those teams are tough out there. So, uh, But so this road trip, two out of three in Colorado, two out of three they lose in San Francisco. So three and three they stumble home with a two-game losing streak. So, uh, you know, uh, that's the way it goes sometimes. And in other news, it's a happy belated birthday to Buck Showalter, the manager of the – New York Mets, he turned 66 uh, while on the road, and the Mets lost a, and New York baseball lost a, uh, an, an icon in Joe Pignatano, yep, Joe Pignatano, uh, better known as Piggy, who, uh, had the, uh, um. You know, the plants and everything, uh, the tomato plants out in the bullpen. Bullpen coach for the Mets for a number of years passed away Uh, this past week. He was, what was he, 92 years old and uh, died of battling dementia. He was a Brooklyn native, uh, played with the Brooklyn Dodgers, good friends with uh, Gil Hodges. So, uh Joe Pignatano passes away at the age of 92. And if you're watching this, the video, uh, for some reason, it's going haywire here. and We're getting all kinds of pictures up, but let's uh, get out of that and get back to the show. And uh, the Mets and right-handed Chris Bassett avoided arbitration by agreeing to a one-year $8.65 million contract. For the 2022 season, there's also a mutual option attached to the deal of both sides. Trigger that option, Bassett will receive $19 million next year uh, for the Metsies. So uh, could have him tied up for a couple of years. And Jeff McNeil left Wednesday's game in the bottom of the third inning after crashing into left field wall while making a stellar catch. The Mets reported McNeil has a left knee contusion, which could be confusion, uh, which could sideline a player for two to four weeks. We cannot afford to lose McNeil at this point in time. Though we are deep, Gluis May will become the everyday second baseman then, and uh, Jankowski will uh, go out and play left uh, field or... uh, you know he'll be more involved in the rotation uh, as they rest the other guys as well. Uh, maybe he he'll be okay. Maybe he'll, you know won't be too bad, and he can come back quicker. Tyler McGill has started playing long toss. A standard but important step in his recovery from right biceps tendonitis, The Mets have not given any indication how long they expect McGill to be out, but he is not particularly close to returning and will not be activated on Friday, the 27th, the first day he's eligible. They say they think he may need a start or two uh, before. So with, with somewhat close to getting uh, Tyler back, but not that close. It's it's teasingly uh, uh, close. He's throwing at least, and hopefully there'll be no setback, and he will be able to uh, uh, make it back and be healthy. I think today we saw the end of Thomas Zapaki as a prospect. He did not show much at all. Um, maybe they try to convert him into a reliever from here on in. I don't know, but after this performance in today's game, I can't see how they would even consider that, and I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of the season he may get his walking papers. But you never know. You never know what their plans could be, what they they could use him for. They could use him just to, you know, take a spot in, uh, the, uh, 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 the bullpen or the starting rotation in Syracuse and just leave him there for another year, see if he can improve. He's two years, I believe, now off of Tommy John surgery, was pitching well in Syracuse. So, um, But his time in the majors has not been good, and there's been no signs at all. I mean, there's just been he's just gotten hammered every chance he's had and he's had a couple now so but we'll see how that plays out all right let's take a break and come back uh with some other mets news we're gonna go down on the farm and lots of information down there not all good but you know (laughs) <laughs> That's the way it goes sometimes. And I'll be back right after this. Baseball. baseball and BBQ, your place for interesting baseball talk, opinions, and history. Baseball and BBQ, your place for barbecue recipes, tips, and interviews from the world of barbecue. If you like baseball and if you like barbecue, then tune into Baseball and BBQ. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and baseballtalkradio.com. Wouldn't it be great if you could get a Ph.D. in life through baseball? Welcome to Baseball Ph.D., a tour company for your brain. 30 major league teams, 100 places to see. Let's touch them all as we make the road trip of a lifetime. Follow me on Facebook at Facebook.com. Slash Mets Musings on Twitter at Mets Musings GM, the Instagram is Mets Musings, and on YouTube at Mets Musings Mac. Wish to be a part of the show, give us a call at 516 61963. to go down on the farm and let's see what's going on down there it's not all good news it it's it's not great if you look at it but keep in mind that the whole idea is to develop players and uh, sometimes the win and loss record does not count. Syracuse going into tonight's action 15 and 27, 11 games back. They are in last place in the International League uh, Eastern Division. Binghamton, the Binghamton Mets are 13 and 26. They are 13 games back, and they are in last place in their division. In uh, the uh, Sally League. Is that the Sally League? No, they're in the Eastern League, I believe. Brooklyn Cyclones are 18-19. and 19. Not bad. Five games back, and they are in third place in their division, and they are losing tonight. Uh, so uh, that record could change as well. St. Lucie is twenty-six and fourteen. They are the bright spot in the uh, Mets farm system. Four games up in first place in the Florida State League. So. Uh, congratulations to the St. Lucie Mets. Now, who had some, let's take a look at some of the prospects and, and other players to look at. Mark Vientos had another good week. He went 5-for-18 with a pair of doubles last week. Jane Jake Mangum, former Cyclone, led Binghamton with an 8-for-19 series, in uh, including a pair of triples. His big week culminated with a promotion to triple E. A, and maybe, uh, maybe just maybe we might see Mangum if uh, McNeil's out for any period of time as another backup outfielder. Uh, outfielder Carlos Cortez has been moved from Triple A Syracuse to Double A Binghamton. Like Cortez, Quinn Brody would also be assigned from Syracuse to Binghamton. Part of their reasoning is that there is a glut of outfielders at Syracuse and they'll get more playing time in Binghamton and they've struggled a little bit in uh, Syracuse so uh, but again there's a glut and there's an opening and you know there's some more openings in in um, Binghamton so they'll get more playing time Francisco Alvarez appears to be emerging from his slump as he ex- has extended his hitting streak to a modest seven games. But he has not hit a home run since April 17th, I believe it is. Wyatt Young continues to hit no matter what level he's put in. Ronnie Mauricio's power has is be, is begun to show himself as he is hitting 263 for the month of May. And uh, he hit uh, 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 his sixth homer of the year so far and uh just uh, starting to uh, have some home run games back-to-back, and, you know, he's moving up. We kind of forgot about him a little bit uh, with all the talk uh, about the uh, Lindor and everything, but uh, Mauricio's moving. He's a big kid, and he's only, what, 22 or something. Uh, but he is starting to move up the ladder and uh, could be uh, – uh, uh, you know i if i were the mets i'd consider either moving him to third base next year i know they have Brett Batty i know they have Mark Vientos but Vientos they've been playing at first base third base and the outfield trying to get a feel for him uh again he's you know known as more of a batter not a, a glove man um so uh but Mauricio's good from both sides uh, it appears, and he's hitting, so we'll see. Maybe they can move him to uh, another position where he'd be more valuable. On a sad note, the Mets have released outfielder Antoine Duplantis. Duplantis, 25, was the Mets' 2019 12th-round draft pick out of Louisiana State. Uh, he struggled the past two seasons with A Binghamton. This season, Duplantis hit 132 with a double, triple homer and seven RBI over 26 names. I'm sorry to see him go. What a great name, Antoine Duplantis. uh, A couple of years ago, when he was with Brooklyn, saw him play there, and uh, that's why I became a favorite of his. He had a big night that night, uh, got a couple of big hits, and... uh, my buddy Jeff and I, uh, Jeff Cohen of Baseball and Barbecue, he became like our favorite uh, Cyclone player a couple years ago because we thought it was just a great name, Antoine DePlantis. Sorry to see him go. Maybe he'll hook on with another team and uh, find some success. The uh, Jalen Palmer hit three home runs last week as Brooklyn took four of six from Hudson Valley and Jalen Palmer, another talent uh, on uh, that lower uh, last two teams, low two rungs of the farm system. And the Mets have also announced that right-handed starters Mike Vassell and Carson Seymour have been promoted from low A St. Lucie to high A Brooklyn. Both pitches were drafted by the Mets in last year's draft. Vassell is 22. He made eight starts for St. Lucie, going 3-1 and one with a 1.8 0.80 ERA uh, and Seymour's 23 started four games, made three relief appearances for St. Lucie overall he's 4-0 and with a 1.19 ERA he has been gradually building up innings and increasing his pitch count uh, he has pitched at least five innings in his last four starts, he threw a season high 89 pitches in his last start so uh, those two gentlemen uh, have been moved up. Mike Vassel, Carson Seymour, and they could be uh, two guys to watch if they continue to progress the way they have through the system. Okay, uh, let's take another quick break, and we will wrap up this uh, short but I hope informative edition of Mets Musings in just a moment. No guests this week. Uh we talked to Rich Baxter a couple weeks ago about the Phillies didn't want to be repetitive, so uh, no guest this week. Uh, working on one for next week, so we'll hope that that comes a bit. But I'll be back right after this. Five one six six one nine six three four one. That is the comment To do things the old-fashioned way, send us an email at metsmusings at gmail.com. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash groups slash metsmusings. And uh, if you'd uh, like to help out the show, check out our Patreon page. Check out the campaign at patreon.com slash metsmusings. All right, and we are back. And as I said, that's going to pretty much wrap it up for this week's show. Um, As we said, Mets have a six-game homestand as they fly back to play the Philadelphia Phillies and the Washington Nationals, and uh, they'll head back out to the West Coast then again crazy scheduling but that's the way it goes sometimes so off day uh, we're recording this on Wednesday evening off day tomorrow Thursday and Friday the Phillies in Vade City Field I and mean, just the kind of games the Mets have to win uh, you want to win those division games so uh, we will see what happens with the upcoming pro, uh, games <laughs> that they'll be in all right, uh, as I said, that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was informative, and I hope you'll come back next week and listen to another edition. And I want to thank uh, uh, i want you uh, all to uh, please, if you're watching on YouTube, please go and hit the like button and the subscribe button so uh, you'll always know... When another edition of Mets Musings is coming out, the same thing holds true for Apple Podcasts or Google Chrome, uh, Google Play, CastBox, wherever you listen to the pop podcast. If you're listening uh, just to the audio, uh, please hit the subscribe button on whatever uh, device that you're using. And... Uh, uh, You'll know whenever an edition comes out. And it uh, also helps me to grow the community and expand to new listeners. So please do that. It would be greatly, greatly appreciated. And so that's going to do it. And until next time, remember to keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. And I'll see you next time on another edition of Mets Music.